Hello friends, my name is Logan Weisberg and you are listening to the Forever Is Temporary podcast. Each episode we will be hearing from unique and inspiring individuals who have chosen to live a life full of purpose, passion, and excellence. Through these conversations, we will learn that we always have the choice to be better, that nothing in life is permanent, and most importantly, forever is temporary. Hello and welcome everyone to the Forever is Temporary podcast. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different than my normal interview style format. Today, in honor of launching our first 10 episodes of the Forever is Temporary podcast, I wanted to bring you a snippet from each episode that we have aired so far. The snippets chosen today are all pieces of content from our guests that have made a huge impact on me, and hopefully these are messages that will resonate with you as well. If so, you can go back and listen to any of these full-length episodes as they are filled with so much amazing content from all of these guests. That said, today is about you and the amazing guests that I've been so lucky to have on the Forever is Temporary podcast. So, with that, I give you my top 10 moments from our first 10 episodes. Lastly, we just hit 1,000 downloads on the podcast, which is absolutely mind-blowing. So, if you do enjoy this podcast or any of the previous episodes, please feel free to share it to all of your friends and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It does a ton for me and for the podcast itself, and your support goes a very, very long way. With that being said, let's get into it. I I go back to this memory a lot of thinking like, man, I would love to help people that are younger, that don't have what I have to know they can do anything. And so our give back mission within my business is we provide wellness solutions for Chicago public schools. And Chicago Public Schools, the number one most failed class is gym. The budget per kid per year for gym is 20 cents. So they don't have shit. And so we have a cool program where we, if somebody buys a yoga mat from us, we give a kid a yoga mat. We also just collect donations. And we honestly also just give (laughs) yoga mats from our, from our thing. Uh, We drop them off. It's been crazy with COVID because we can't, our, our goal for this year, which is going to be sick is we, we ordered, we had 3000 yoga mats in my office and we were going to not only distribute them, but then have every kid roll out their mat, teach a class and say, Hey, everybody, just guess what? You get to keep this mat. It probably goes hand in hand with another of my favorite quotes. So this one is by Victor Frankel. And uh, he says between stimulus and response, there's a space in that space is our power to choose our response in our response lies our growth and our freedom. And so I think like by, by consciously and intentionally choosing discomfort by choosing uncertainty, by choosing to fail, we can train ourselves to be able to handle whatever life throws at us. Because at the end of the day, whether it's my eyesight or, or whatever else somebody is dealing with, like there are things that are simply out of our control. And so when we get really good at responding intentionally to those things that are out of our control, that's when we're at our best. And so, you know, the saying is when life gives you lemons, make lemonade or whatever it is, but like 
by choosing to put yourself in a spot where you can fail and then where you can pick yourself back up and control what you can control, you're essentially preparing yourself for whatever life throws at you. I think the most important lesson that I've learned is that what I said earlier is don't bully yourself into change. Don't, don't bully yourself into a negative change, a positive change, whatever the change may be, because if you don't, it sounds cliche, but if you don't believe in yourself, who's going to, because I think that being able to love somebody else truly does start with loving yourself first. And it took me until my 27th year of living to understand that. So I think that you can't be hard on yourself. If you're trying to make a change, you have to just keep on going and and you really have to keep on pushing. If there's something that you love, whether it's reading, writing, meditating, going for a walk, talking to a friend, like lean on those things. Don't make it such a fist fight to, to turn your day around because you feel obligated to go do what other people find joy in, right? If, if that's not your jam, then you don't, on the days where you're struggling, then don't make it that much harder. Right. And I think as you go in the new year and people say like, oh, I'm going to drink a gallon of water. I'm going to get eight hours of sleep. I'm going to train. I'm going to eat right. All of those things. Like I'm good with those goals. They are great goals to have. But I think when we try to flip the script on its head, we're setting ourselves up for a losing battle, right? One goal, one habit change at a time, one little shift in our perspective can be that momentum effect from there. I think having momentum is the biggest real, like, uh, it's just so important and it really just takes one step, right? It's the process. No doubt. And, and it's, don't make the process so brutal, right? Like, yo, if you wake up at seven, if you're, if you all of a sudden flip the script and say, yo, I'm going to wake up at five, like, what do you mean? Two hours before your body's going to think it's the middle of the freaking night, maybe 15 minutes, right? Go 15 minutes earlier. And then the next week, once you got that down, go 15 more minutes, like just, just be smart about it. You know what I mean? Like, don't be so crazy. Um, and yes, you see lunatics like me and Joe, you know, hopping up at four in the morning, every morning that didn't happen overnight. You know what I mean? Like that took time that took incremental change. And then it took that commitment to make that happen. So, you know, I think little shifts, and, it, and, and really latching on to the stuff that you love is really, you know, it, it can be, it can make all the difference. I think it's hard to like admit that to yourself. And it's even harder when people are saying it to you and you don't want to believe it. Um, Cause I feel like I, I walked in there saying, I have a lot to learn. I have a lot to learn. I have a lot to learn. But when I was being told you have a lot to learn for some reason, I was defensive about it. And so I, and, and I don't know why, like thinking back, it was probably me trying to like beat them to the punch. Like, yes, I know I have a lot to learn. So you don't have to tell me, don't tell me I have a lot to learn. Just teach me. Um, but no, there were a handful of times where I was pulled out one-on-one and talked to about, you know, my, my client roster or talked to about exercise selection or questioned about why I programmed the way I programmed. And yeah, it was, like jarring for I was I think I was 22 at the time for me to have to sit there and take criticism over something that I was like kind of like shit I'm still learning this like why are you questioning me <laughs> like I it's hard to take but 
um, I, since I got closer to uh, both the owner, well, there's, there were a handful of owners, but the president, um, we joked that we actually got, you know, he and I formed a better relationship over the past like year and a half. He's like, I've seen you grow so much. Like you're a lot easier to speak to about, you know, issues. You're a lot easier to talk to when we want to have like a one-on-one about criticism or anything like that. You're just a lot more approachable. You seem more coachable now than you were before. Um, and I, I think that came from building up confidence, but yeah, initially it's, it was hard. I think it, it's just a learning curve. It's the same with starting anything new, um, being open to that curve and realizing that sometimes you're just in the thick of it. That's not really as bad as it seems, but taking a step back and looking at it from the big picture and being like, they just want to produce the best coaches. So just shut up and take it. <laughs> and so my, my challenge to listeners is I, I ask, I ask people this when I mentor people, like, do you want to wake up in the morning and try to love others, to try to give, as you say, or do you want to wake up in the morning and give? To me, that's that fine line that I really wish people would meditate and reflect on. Do you want to wake up and be a giving person or do you want to wake up and try to be a giving person because one comes by transformation. One just comes by intention and intention is taxing. It takes so much effort. It is hard. Don't you dare forget about what you want to be intentional about or else it doesn't happen. And that, that was it for me. I realized like, I don't want to wake up and try not to cuss. I don't want to wake up and try not to smoke. I just want to wake up and not be those things. So I just open my eyes and not be those things. But that requires a heart transformation. And that there's only one that I know that can get into that heart and do that. And it's beyond me. And that is God himself. And so that's where I always tell people like, it is good to wake up and try to be good. But it is a whole different type of good to wake up and you just do good. For me, the, I mean, the reality is this, there are people who haven't worked out a day in their life. They've eaten like crap their whole life. They're hundreds of pounds overweight. And then one day they decide enough is enough and they completely change it. It's like, if you can spend your entire life going in the wrong direction and then one day decide you're going to go in the right direction, then why in the hell would one Friday night ruin all of your progress? That's absolutely insane. It makes no sense. It's illogical. It's 100% based on emotion not fact. So for me, one of the biggest things that I try and help people overcome is this idea that they fucked up, right? Like this idea that, oh, you missed a workout, you screwed up. Oh, you ate badly one day. You screwed. No, you didn't. It's one day. Forget one day. What about one week? You go on vacation for a week. You don't work out. You go on vacation for a week. You maybe lockdown. We're in a global pandemic. You can't go to the gym for a couple months. Who cares? It doesn't mean that you should quit altogether. It's a couple of months. You didn't make all of your progress in two months. You're not going to lose all of your progress in two months. I think getting stuck in this mindset of I failed, I fucked up is why people don't actually succeed at all because they use that as a justification to quit. Yeah. Usually when I start to see the struggle is when I get out of like a routine or I don't have like a 
like a, like a consistent day to day. So at the start of like the pandemic, you know, I didn't have like a place that I was going to work or I didn't have like a gym to go to. So like that really threw me for, for a loop. And I think one thing that really helps me get back on track when I get off is just setting um, a schedule or a routine for myself. Um, and it usually involves exercise. Um, it usually involves getting up early. Um, and, and like doing some sort of like reading or whether it be listening to a podcast, like that kind of stuff, something that that's going to fuel my mind. Um, it seems to be something that I, I always come back to. So when I start to see myself slip, um, I start to put those things in place as like non-negotiables where it's like, okay, you know, I got to be up by, and this is just my personal thing. It's like, I got to be up by 5am. I'm going to read. Uh, I'm going to do some form of mindfulness. And then I'm going to go and exercise, whether that be a walk or run or, or my training session. Um, and those, those are what I kind of call my anchors. And when those are in place, I find that I'm way better off because once I accomplish all of those things, everything else that happens after that, in my opinion, is kind of like gravy. I feel like I'm in a good place so that I'm going to be able to go into, to work, or I'm going to be able to go and be with like my girlfriend or other relationships that, and it's going to be in place for me. Yes. And as my partner, Tim, always says, I thought it was the most brilliant thing that he's ever said, you have to be willing to be part of the process. You can tell when someone comes in physically or emails or texts or DMs and they, ha they have a goal and they're very clear on that, right? Shedding the weight, six pack, doing the ultra marathon, whatever it is. But you can tell like they just want it. And I'm not even sure why. And I don't know if they're willing to put in the work to get there. And that's where at Ethos, I mean, it's fun, it's exciting, it's extremely supportive. But it's, it's hard, it's hard, it's challenging, we push you. And it's a place where you're going to get uncomfortable. We have a motto that says, don't be scared to fail, be kind and grind. And that first part, don't be scared to fail. You have to come in, you've got to be willing to be part of the process. And that goal that, we, that, you, that you're talking about, or those micro goals, it's not just like, okay, I'm saying the goal right now. And then in two months, I'm going to have the goal. And like, what happens in between is the fog? No that's when you really have to show up. It's the showing up every day at 6 a.m., at 6 p.m., whatever it is, and being a part of what it takes for that process. No, I think that's a, it's a loaded question. I love it. Um, but I think, you know, I think that's a couple of different factors. You know, one thing is I, you know, realized everything that I could do. And, you know, I was so fortunate to, have the abilities that I do have, you know, I might not be able to functionally use my legs, but I had the ability to do so much. And so I think that's a really hard, you know, perspective to flip, especially like shortly after an injury or shortly after something traumatic happens. But I think, you know, looking at all those positives in your life, you know, I'm a firm believer, like attitude is everything. And like, when I wake up in the morning, like, even though I know I have a super busy work day and a ton of hard workouts on my calendar, like I tell myself, like it's in my power to make it a great day and to learn something from it. Um, so I think part of that is just like, just looking at what I do have. And, you know, I think over the course of 25 years, I've seen, you know, people who are missing three limbs or who uh, have lost all the ability to be independent. And I think that's when I look at like, I'm, I'm fortunate that I have what I do have and how can I give back to someone who might need, um, you know, who might need help or whatever it is. But I also think like, I call it the power of people, but I think I was so lucky to surround myself with my tribe. I like to call it 
family, friends, coaches, and, you know, absorb all that they have to give. And, you know, I think we're all an accumulation of the people that we surround ourselves with. And um, I think as, again, as I've grown older, I think I realized the, how, how important people are in our lives and the roles that they play and how they influence us. But I think it's just continuing to absorb that everyone, every, everything that everyone has to teach us and not being afraid to ask for help. I think, you know, I talked about how proud and how much my independence has you know, taken me, but I also think that independence like makes me a little stubborn, um, to the point of like, I never wanted to ask for help or I never wanted to make myself quote unquote seem weak. Um, but I think when you do learn to ask for help or when you do say, um, Hey, can you teach me this or whatever it is, um, you're learning something and that's going to make you a better person. First 10 episodes in the books. I cannot believe it. Thank you to all of you that have tuned in so far to any of the episodes. If you have taken anything from any of the individuals or episodes, please feel free to share them on your social. Leave me feedback. Send me DMs. I love to hear from you all. I have some amazing individuals that are coming onto the podcast in the future, so please stay tuned and follow me on Instagram at Forever Is Temporary Podcast, Logan M. Weisberg. Thank you again for all of the support, and always remember, nothing in life is permanent, and forever is temporary.